welcome to Cardboard Mama. In this episode, we'll be at the game table. Hello, this is Cardboard Mama. And the husband. And we just got finished playing Pandemic the Cure. So, what are your thoughts? Um, I've played this a couple times now. It's been a while. This is the Pandemic Dice Game. It is cooperative. Uh, it's, of course, by Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games. Um, I'm not sure. It's just kind of fine. I don't. It's definitely not my favorite Pandemic game. I, of course, love um, the Pandemic Legacy Season 1 the most out of any Pandemic game I've ever played. But I also really like Pandemic Cthulhu because I think it's different enough. Yeah. But... This was just, I'm not sure I get the pandemic vibe from it as much. I do love dice, but I don't get the same fulfillment that I do from other pandemic games. I do have to disagree with you a little bit on that. I definitely get the pandemic vibe, especially from the different role cards and how what the symbols kind of add up to. I think they did a good job of turning Pandemic into a dice game. But, this is maybe my third or fourth time playing it, and I'm just, I'm not really feeling it anymore, which is a little sad because I demoed this at my first Gen Con with Matt Laycock himself. But, it just... Like Cardboard Mama said, if I'm looking for a pandemic experience, I think I'm going to go straight to one of the mainline pandemic games. But should we be looking at this as different from pandemic? Like, should we even be judging it to pandemic just because it has pandemic in the name? Or is that what you're looking for out of this game? A little bit of that and a little bit of dice. And... Honestly, it doesn't terribly succeed for me in either way. I think Matt Laycock's other dice games, like uh, Roll Through the Ages and especially Era, are much better. I actually had complete, completely forgotten that he had done Roll Through the Ages and, of course, Era, which is the 3D building of your same thing and from roll through the ages which i love i love those so much um so i have to agree like i'd much rather play his other dice games than this um but clearly he can do amazing dice games because roll through the ages is one of my favorite roll and rights of all time um because to me it was one of the early ones that i've played for years and years yeah it was kind of revolutionary i think maybe the issue with pandemic the cure is that it's showing its age when it came out there were not that many dice versions of mainline games uh so it seemed very new and very cool but after the dice version craze of a few years ago i just think there are better options out there I'm just checking to see when this was published. It was actually published in 2014. So, I mean, that is six years. 
Yeah. I do feel that maybe we played with roles that went together enough or were easy enough. We did play on normal, and maybe we should have upped it. Um, but we played... The researcher and... The scientist. And so it was really great. Like, I could just hand... The researcher allows you to give samples to other players in other regions for free at any time. So I could just give him samples, like, all day long. And then he at The scientist adds two to the total of any role to try to find a cure. So I would just feed him samples, and then he would try to roll. It was pretty quick. I don't... I mean, we did... We weren't playing that long. No, we weren't. And since the ultimate goal of the game is to find cures for all four colors of disease dice, we just had a very complimentary set of rolls. Now, I remember that the last time that we played, we did not have an easy time. And we played on intro, I think. If I recall correctly, we did. Um, Which... I mean, I, I do like that you can scale the difficulty. I do like that you have a lot of variety in your roles. And I do like that every role has their own custom uh, set of dice. So your faces are going to be a little bit different depending on who you play as. For example, our two roles weren't able to fly between the different regions. I do like that a lot. It does make your role feel more personalized. Um, instead of just having the one special, you get the special and a set of your own dice, which I really like a lot. I wonder how much of the roles and some of the uh, event cards... They just kind of shoehorned in because, like, well, One Quiet Night was in Pandemic. We want to include it here. To be fair, we used One Quiet Night. That's because it's the best. So why wouldn't you include, like, the best card from Pandemic in Pandemic, the dice game? True. Some of them weren't helpful for us, but I think it would have been helpful for other people. Like, some of the cards that came up were giving samples to other people, but we were already on that. Um but you're right, I think the cards were a little lackluster. There aren't that many, either. Now, to be fair, we didn't get through the deck, but... We didn't get through the deck, and they did expand this. That's true, but, I mean, we're judging it based on what's in the box. I don't feel... I mean, I feel the game comes up short if you're already thinking that it needs an expansion. That's a very good point. Like, I'm all for expanding games that I already feel, like kind of are complete and it would just be like more awesome stuff but if i really feel like there's a hole already i don't i'm probably not even gonna actually buy the expansion because i feel like it's in, incomplete and i might be a little more inclined to just in general if there's a game that i thought was missing something if i'm about to get rid of it but research online listening to other game reviewers, podcasts say, you know what, this is a completely game-changing expansion, it fixes everything, it makes something bad good. I might be a little inclined to try the expansion. 
even if you didn't really love the base game or you're saying like if you kind of liked it if i kind of liked it and i thought that there was potential there because a lot of times expansions aren't super cheap that's the problem a lot of times i mean you're looking at 25 30 bucks or like journeys of middle earth the next expansion was more than the base game very true I just don't feel like you should have to use expansions to fix games, but and I think that it's a good a good way to patch something for lack of a better term. But it is expensive. It's not like you're able to pay 5 bucks like some kind of video game DLC. It's not like board games really receive any kind of post-release fixes in a lot of cases in a lot of cases i mean i do agree with that i mean they generally will just stop producing it and push it away and you find it on the clearance bin and it's broken but the reason i pause there is because tapestry just did that where they introduced fixed starting right stonemeyer games is pretty good with that they did the same thing with euphoria as well but it's not the norm. No, that's true. Well, I I don't know. With all of this discussion, I don't think that there's room on our shelf for Pandemic the Cure anymore, which kills me a little bit to say, but I think it's time to go. I was never the one saving this one. I always felt neutral on it like I don't hate it I think it's okay and if someone wanted to play it I would be happy to play it but I don't think I'm going to reach for it myself so I say it also goes I'm sure we can find something to fill that space so this is saying goodbye to Pandemic the Cure thank you for joining us at the table have fun this is Cardboard Mama thanks for joining me at the game table Catch new episodes every Sunday. Takes all that I have.